Tonight, bubbling. To we are something else. Woo! Episode fifteen. Sheesh! Wow, man, this is getting real out here. I mean, it's getting real in the streets. We're <laughs> <laughs> on fire. All right, CB, what's up, brother? Uh, everything's good, bro. How's it going? Chilling, man. Superfly. Yo, what up? Chilling. This is trash. That's <laughs> the weather, but we making it. That's hey, right. we're good. We're good. I think we have the skill set at this point to. Just get through it. I mean, make it happen. Power through, right? Yeah. yeah, this ain't nothing. So I got, a, I got a quick question before we get too deep into the show. Looking back, fifteen episodes. Did you think? First of all, did you think that we would get right here to where we are right now, from episode one to episode fifteen? Superfly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but you know right yeah no it really doesn't seem like we've actually been doing this for almost four months it's been a minute like so i mean like i've said it before i look forward to this and consistent every single week like we haven't taken any no no weeks off no right. days off yet i i kind of did off. um right. I, I mean well but y'all y'all to step in for me while i was uh out the country right but we keep it pushing i mean yeah. it's just exactly. it hasn't taken a break mm-hmm. yeah been um, no delay i feel like you need other people to kind of keep you you know what right, i mean keep you accountable moving. and keep you keep you going right but that's i mean that's what it is though I, I think we can we can all feed off of each other and we all give each other you know just ideas or just motivation just keep going yeah um do you remember episode one Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved episode one. It was one of those things, like, because of the topic, yeah. talking about music. and Right, right. I mean, we started off thinking that we were going to be doing a 30-minute podcast and then realized pretty quickly that there was no way There's that no that way. was going to happen. Gonna, not, not to have a good podcast in 30 minutes yeah, unless we cut yeah. a lot of the extra stuff out. I mean, and the thing is, the extra stuff is the stuff that we like. All right. the all the funny stuff and, you know, the the some of the goofy shit that we add in. Right. Like, and that thing is, know. we've just been having organic conversations. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the 30 minutes, I think, restricts us from being who we are. Right. I think the hour that we have pushed it to, sometimes longer than that, right. is yeah. actually who we are. And I mean, really big ups to everyone that has continued to listen week after week. You know, because right. they're they're making it worthwhile when we actually see that there's more than just like our moms checking it I'm out. I'm about to say shout out to my yeah. mom yeah. <laughs> for for um, supporting your boy's dream. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'm looking back at my notes from from week one, and I'm just like I said, we did top albums of 2017, right? Yeah. I'm looking at this list, and there's all the notes of being scratched out and. I don't even remember how long the first show was, but I remember we we got through it. Right. And I don't I don't remember I, re, I do remember not really having like a format of we had an idea of what we wanted right. to accomplish, but I don't think we necessarily had I think week after week it got 
Oh, yeah. And I mean, hopefully it's continued to improve. But I know at least uh, in the beginning, a lot of the feedback that I was getting was, hey, we can there's a noticeable improvement that's happening each week. And you guys already sound like you know what you're doing. And I was like, man, (laughs) bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Let's hug it out. Look at it. Come on. Um, I got a, a list of notes of topics that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Some of we we've accomplished. Some of them we uh, have incorporated within the show weekly. Yeah, because uh, right here I have sneakers. Right, right. And uh, with like, the for the soul segment, we've able to accomplish. You know, talk yeah. about sneakers at least a little once bit. A week. Yeah, yeah a little bit part. every week. Uh, we still have. I don't think the only thing we haven't really done that was on personal goal was to get the song done. Oh, true. Yeah. But Eventually, maybe get, maybe by episode twenty five, we'll, 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 we'll have the there. song we'll, done. We'll get there. But we we talked about we talked well kneeling. We, we talked about mm-hmm. Ka- Kaepernick's kneeling so far. Interracial dating. That was episode. Was that episode two? Oh, man. Yeah. Man, that was that was two. That was episode two. Okay. It's funny uh, because so many of the things we've talked about, we already know that we're going to end up revisiting because there's just there's no right. way that you can even contain some of these things within exactly. an hour. The twenty one questions, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was that was raw and organic and right. No, was we that three. That was episode three. Okay, we had no idea what we we're going to ask each other. No, and we just off. It was the cup, a, it was man. a fun exercise. Yeah, um, got Superfly involved. Exactly. That was. But I, I, as I look back, I'm just thinking just all these things that we said that we we're going to do, we've done. And I think that's just the the mode for this year is, or just in life in general, but mainly this year is just the little things. Things that you say you want to do. Don't do it. Just do it. No, don't think about it. Just and do don't, it. don't push it and say that, oh, it's too far out of my reach. You know, I don't have the resources to do this. I know other people that want to do a podcast. Yeah. So I, let's start with that. We said we want to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. We did all our research to plan out and do this thing through Google, um, Google yeah. Chat. Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we downloaded programs. And we did a test run, and we were going to do it. Yeah. And then just the doors and the gates of heaven opened up, and Superfly is on the <laughs> same right there. Is on the same page <laughs> as us, wanting to do the same thing. Right. So you have resources. People who we have a friend. Who also wants to do a podcast? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's easy to sit back and say that you want to do it, and then it's easy to tell yourself reasons why you can't do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. I have a mantra uh, that I kind of play in my head. Just uh, I say activity attracts opportunity. So just doing something, yeah. you never know where it's going to lead. That one thing might get might not make you any money, or but people will see you doing that, and it might turn into something else. Right. You know? And again, like that, that feeds off. You see somebody else doing, it, like you said, or oh, you never know who else has the same idea. You guys can take it and run it, run with it together, yeah. or just bounce ideas off each other. Hence mm-hmm. why we have the auxiliary coming, right? Yeah. Uh, hence why you know we've done Superfly Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we are Superfly Friends. Yeah. Just, just hence we just we're able to do things that we want to do, and then there's a lot more to come that we want to do yeah. that I think will set us apart from a lot of other people. Yeah. Now that's my next question. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many other podcasts you listen to, but do you think that we have a product that stands out from everybody else? Cause that's what you all we ultimately want to do. I mean, I don't know if there's been we're like, we're not creating a platform here. Mm-hmm. We're just making it way better looking than it's ever been. Hey, 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 hey. No, but hey. it's like, um, you know, we, because most of the podcasts that I do listen to mm-hmm. are very specific. Like, right. this is about fantasy football. This is about, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, science or, right. or whatever. It's very specific. And we choose not to pigeonhole ourselves into one right. thing. I, I think putting ourselves in a box would limit a lot of the creativity that we all have mm-hmm. or the ideas that we have. And so that will create a certain type of audience. And then again, that pigeonholds you to a certain audience and you won't be able to grow from there. Well, maybe you will, but I just think the 
the creativity between us three mm-hmm. won't allow for us to just sit right in a box. Mm-hmm. But that's no diss to anybody else who's, again, doing their thing, who's moving. Right. Because you found your lane, you know what you're doing. And we're still in the infancy and of our thing we're here. We're very, so, very right. yeah, early in this. We're at episode 15, but yeah. this is still this is still baby steps. Right, exactly. But it's, it's a good time just to reflect and look back yeah, at very good. where we've come week by week. I mean, one of my favorite <laughs> things, like bits of feedback that I've gotten so far has been how people really enjoy how conversational right. we are. I've right. had a number of people hit me up and be like, man, it, it's like I'm sitting on the couch with you guys. And I'm right. like, dude, that's exactly what it's supposed to be like. Exactly. Like, that's you know, that's invite you in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we generally have a guest in here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, once, once we actually got this thing off the ground, it was like, hey, man, like other people should be sharing in this. There's a, we know, we, and similar to what you're doing, Superfly with Superfly Friends, like we know a lot of interesting people right. or have connections yeah. to a lot of interesting people that have, you know, their own unique experiences and, you know, uh, things that they've gone through to, to share. And who knew that, though? Right. And then me and Superfly realized, I mean, we have a lot of friends in common that we never really knew about. <laughs> this is just how small the world is. Yeah. Um, but as he's talking about guests. This is, I mean, at, off the cuff, I, mean, I don't have any notes about the guests who we had, but I can remember. I mean, we right. had my dad on the show. Yeah. That was that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Pops. Yeah. Um, Mr. Kona here. We had Royo on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about, <laughs> we talked about um, workplace, uh, minority women in the workplace. Right. That was a great, great yeah. conversation. We definitely need to have a follow-up on that and at oh, least yeah. a panel on that because that, that, that's still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that hasn't changed in three months at all, and then that actually won't. <laughs> sadly no. Right? Yeah, uh, that probably won't change. <laughs> There's something about that I want to discuss. Um, Rob Williams, a couple weeks ago, great, great source. Yeah, that was of a just good interview. Information and yeah, good episode. Just his knowledge and the guy's a writer. So and when he talks, he reminds me of Maya Angelou. Like he's just <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Rob. Just very poetic. Yeah. And he, he, <laughs> I hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> but um then we had Kev and Gio. Yeah. My Your brother, brother was in there. Yeah. And there's just we can put anybody in a setting we have thus far and mm-hmm. just have organic conversation. Yeah. Um, so real quick on my brother, he's it's a plug for him. Yeah. So my brother's in culinary school for people who haven't don't know. Um, so now he's home and we spent some time together this weekend and he's working on a YouTube channel and he wants to do a cooking show. So his um his cooking he's come up with a name and I'm gonna tell you the name and then it's a, it's, a, it's a great name. It's a double it's actually a double or triple entendre. Yeah, it's the name of his show is Cooking Dope. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> It's like when I first heard that, I was like, "Okay, whip it real." (laughs) The first thing you think about, okay, is the the energy from the drugs, the cooking dope from that. Okay, understand that. But then there's also cooking dope, like cooking dope food, you know, dope Mm -hmm. ideas. Yeah. And but both those, it just resonates with with an audience, and it gets you first to get your attention. Yeah. And then it's going to get you to tune in, and then it resonates with certain audiences. So then, assuming these these videos come out super crisp yeah. and the food looks delicious. Yeah. You know. Got to get him back. I told him to get him back so he can at least give a quick segment on. Well, now that he's back from back from school. Yeah. So we can do that. Yeah. Um Oh, real quick, uh got to give out a, a shout out to to our sponsor Rough Skins. Oh, yep. Thank you for that. That's happened Paying within the 15 years. Yeah, that's yeah. happened within the 15 episodes. <laughs> yeah. But uh speaking of which, let's take a quick pause of uh, have a word from our sponsors. Better to be safe than to be sorry Before you raw dog at the party So bring some protection Before you get a little infection That way you both can win When you wear your rough skin all right, so shout out to Roughskins. Thank out. you for everything you've done. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we'll pick up some more sponsors uh, the next couple of weeks or so. We've been pushing our product out. Right. Hopefully hear back from somebody. Yeah. So let's start with 
MJ or LeBron. I think that's that's a big topic right now in, in the news. The debate is old as time. It, it's, it's always going to be. I was arguing be. with the homies last night about this. <laughs> okay, so I let we you were arguing about this when we were oh, in Colombia. You don't even know. There's so many. There's so many places to start with that. I right, heard. I'm, all right, I'm going to say this. I'm willing to give him the goat if they go if he wins a, a ring this year. This year, 2018. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Given given the, the support cast he has. I'm willing to get and to the new heights that the enemy will be at, because regardless of whether it's Houston or Golden State, they will they would not be favored to win that series. Not at all. No. And at all. I mean, they've done some of the metadata, crunched the numbers to find a way to prove that this supporting cast is one of the worst that he's ever had. Yeah. So, I mean. Like this team is not as good as the yeah. team that won the championship. Not at all. Two years the, ago. I mean, the huge difference is Kyrie Irving. I think he became a star. Right. When LeBron got right. there, and I don't know why. Kyrie was done. He was divorced from that that, that marriage. Mm-hmm. So no matter what LeBron could have done, and maybe probably did try to work it out, knowing that a key piece that Kyrie brings, you're talking about an extra thirty points, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. much a night. How ironic though is it? Would you have expected? I guess, of course, not expected, but the Celtics are where they are without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. And Gordon, and Gordon Hayward. Like, that like dude didn't even get to play be because over after the first game. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then if you're the no Celtics. One, no one saw that coming. If you're the Celtics now, are you valuing Kyrie as much as you did before? I'm, I mean, I think that they would have to be of the mind that there is no way that. He doesn't take them to an even higher level. And okay, so the, I agree with that. I think they're really riding one good coaching. Mm-hmm. They're riding off of great coaching, mm-hmm. and they're riding off of just a wave of just momentum. They're playing like a team. That's that's the difference between team ball and a, a team that has one or two guys like that hero gets you ball. Right. Yeah, these guys are playing team ball, and just think if they know they come up short this year, which I mean. It's possible they could win the series. Oh, Who yeah. knows? But they they blown two in a row. I mean, it but doesn't like it really. LeBron in my opinion, it them, doesn't matter right. who comes out of right. the East. LeBron has made them look like kids the last past two games. Yeah. But coming out of the series, if they lose or if they win, wherever they decide to leave, they know they will be ten times better next season with a healthy Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, who still has not played. Since the first game of the season, like, and we're talking this his leg it, that was in the first quarter. Right. Like, this like, is in the yeah. beginning of the right. game. He's actually ready to go, but they're not. They're not going to play this guy. No they're going to let him rest as much as he can. Yeah, because that was a gruesome injury. Oh man! But just yeah. think about it. You add the dynamic of Kyrie. First of all, with this, I don't think the Celtics would have been this far had Kyrie not at all had not gone there at all. Right. Yeah. He just yeah, added yeah. a different swag to them. And that just shows you how much of a star he knew he was mm-hmm. leaving Cleveland. And then the team that just happens to be in the f- number one and in the finals is the team that he went to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I probably got to cut down, though, on his like usage, like his his the time that he has the ball in his hands. Because mm-hmm. those young boys like but scary, how, Terry, scary, how great is that? Terry. One, it sucks that he, he's probably mad that he has to watch. But two, to see how everybody has stepped up. Right, yeah, and just they're going to be that much better next year. They uh they released the uh, all rookie team today, and Jason Tatum was on there, deservedly so. Deservedly so. Why wouldn't he be? That... If you're Tatum now, what are you thinking? Like, you know, is there enough? Is there enough room for me here? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, no, definitely. Just look at just look at the uh, the Warriors. They they had they let four dudes eat. Definitely, five years depending. Like you gotta have a strong squad like that to compete mm-hmm. with any team, the, any of the top two in the West. Yeah, right. yeah. especially Golden State. Um, so this brings you to the topic of does LeBron leave Cleveland? I mean, I, I, I don't see it as much. Where would he go? And that's, LA. I mean, they talk about LA, but I just, I don't see it. I like, don't see. My argument's always been, I don't see him going to the West when. Last past ten years, he's been number. He's owned the East. He's owned the, the East. East. Belongs to. Why him. make it that much harder as you get older? I don't right. know. Did you see Miami coming when he left to go Miami? I saw. I well, the, I the, 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 the 
I mean, I can see him in LA. No one there. You're right. No one saw that coming the way it happened. Right. But ultimately, when you take a step back, it made sense because to actually get three players of that caliber together, one of those situations had to be attractive enough for the other two to go. And let's be real. Nobody was no going one's to going to Toronto, no one was going and to no one's going to Cleveland. South Beach point. is a lot of fun. Yeah, South Beach is a ton of fun. It though to have like players orchestrate that. Right, right. I mean, we mm-hmm. are in, and you know, if y'all don't feel the same way, let me know. But I think that we are in an age in the NBA where the players have never been stronger. I oh, think yeah. that no, definitely. I think that there's, you know. Uh, uh, just a different level of influence that they have now than they used to. And me personally, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm well, and, and I think that goes off of social media as well. That, yeah. that adds a, a strong, a, a very strong element to that. I mean, these guys aren't just, Endorsements. Uh, the, these guys just aren't dudes that you see on yeah. television. And not anymore. everybody is business savvy mm-hmm. as they were. I mean, back in the day you had, I mean, you had a couple guys that was getting all the love. Michael MJ was getting all the love. Mm-hmm. Magic had big love. Um, but your main guys, uh, Shaq, Penny, you know, and those were only guys that was getting a lot of, now there's a lot of side deals and a lot of things that other guys are getting love off of. And I mean, they're getting paid. LeBron has like a content, like a production company. He's doing TV and movies or whatever. Everybody laughed at LeBron when he hired his boy to be his agent. Brilliant. He had his whole crew. His whole crew. Yeah. That's like, are you kidding me? And look at him. It was dope. Just one support support your boy that local boy mm-hmm. came up with you and, and, and he know but you know that he knows the business no one else is gonna give him a shot you give him a shot now look at this yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy uh, so back to debate MJ Jordan mm-hmm. I mean MJ and uh, LeBron yeah. I I'm an MJ guy of course um I just think that the era of basketball which they're playing in you can't compare the two yeah mm-hmm. I agree with that because you've had these guys now, they I, I believe these guys would dominate the older days because the the physique and just the type of athletes and the skill set the NBA mm-hmm. has turned out. They would I think they would run through the league back then. We noticed that when we were putting together our uh, yeah, top, our, yeah. our pickup yeah. our pickup teams all time pickup right. teams. Like I remember, I wanted to put Bill Russell as my starting center, mm-hmm. and then when I saw <laughs> that him and Kevin Durant were the same size. I was like, I can't. Yo, I, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I look at the Bulls, the Bulls and the Lakers. Those were, the, I mean, I'll, I'll go Bulls six feet with Jordan and mm-hmm. Bulls with Kobe and uh, Shaq. Lakers those are probably Kobe the. And Shaq. No, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Lakers, Kobe, Shaq. Those were the two standout teams because the Lakers, Celtics. That was kind of pre, a little bit before me really right. paying attention. So the Jordan, Kobe, Shaq era, and all mm-hmm. that. That was my era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys can go toe to toe with. I mean, those are the only two teams I believe could go toe to toe with any of your two best teams right now. The NBA has always been top heavy. Right. Like it's always been top heavy. Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and Jamel Hill had a fantastic point. She was like, "That's why all the titles are basically with the Lakers, the Celtics, Michael Jordan." And, you know, like that's and then, you know, you have the Spurs that won and you got, you know, LeBron that's that's one. But really, the the NBA has never really been about parody. It's always been top heavy and you always have the same teams there at the end. That's why this this like NBA that we have now, the Warriors weren't ever really an NBA power. You know, it's been decades since they were relevant. And all of a sudden we got the greatest shooting team in the history of basketball. Right. So what I don't get, and it's just different. It's probably always going to be an argument. Is remember when CP was a free agent? Mm-hmm. Or, no, it was a trade. They were they trying were, to trade him to the Lakers. Were, right? They would trade CP out of um, New, New Orleans, Orleans to go to the Lakers to play with Kobe, and they block. And the NBA blocked the trade. Mm-hmm. So not only did Ridiculous. New Orleans lose out on getting a potential decent player for CP. They, you know, they they didn't get anything for him because he left in free agency and went to the Clippers at yeah. that point, right? Yeah, so something like that. How I don't understand how you justify blocking that in particular, but then allowing like super dynasty like Golden State happen, or 
I mean, don't cry for the Lakers, though. You got to remember, even when Kobe got <laughs> oh, no, no, drafted, no, no. right, they traded mm-hmm. Vladi Divac mm-hmm. for that Kobe pick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because uh, Kobe like, originally kinda, got picked Charlotte. You know? mm-hmm. And yep. Kobe yeah. basically was like, I'm not playing. <laughs> he pulled an Eli Manning. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No. But they just allowed that to happen. Yeah. Right. right. And the thing, though, what this is what makes the Warriors thing even crazier. Last year, with Kevin Durant signed, they weren't even in the luxury tax. Because they had just had this fortune of apparently their scouting was fantastic because they drafted Clay, Draymond, and Steph. And then they just had the fortune of Steph not really blowing up until he had already signed his second deal. And yeah. so, and there were concerns about him getting up to that point. So he struggled you, for a while. He, he, he had those ankle injuries and all that stuff, he, he wasn't always on the floor. Mm hmm. And he was looked at as a defensive liability. And so the second deal that he signed, when he took off, it, you looked at it and you're like, yo, he's got like the 40th highest Man. contract in the league. Right. It was something It was something ridiculous. And they just had the fortune of that. So they then went out, was able to sign Kevin Durant and not even get into the luxury tax, which LeBron's team's always in the of luxury course, tax. Course. They you know, pay that all day. Though. You, you know, care. like mm-hmm. th- there's – it. it it was an oddity yeah. for for them to have been able to even construct themselves that way. Mm-hmm. Like and him it, also being the son of an NBA player right. doesn't necessarily have the same, you know what I mean, financial burdens. Or right. Whatever. So right. Right. Yeah. To make those kinds of decisions. Yeah. Real quick, I want to shout out my boy, homegrown Fort Washington zone Jared Jack. Um, like he he was with Steph during all those injuries playing in Golden State, mm-hmm. and they say that Jared's always been players coach kind of guy like he he takes control of the locker room and step and to the point where steph thanked him in his mvp speech like how dope is that and That's then jared released an article recently saying that no who was it was it jared somebody had released an article yeah. i think it was an interview with jared just saying how respected he is in the locker room to the fact that two summers ago when katie was making the most important decision in his life mm-hmm. the first person he called was jared to get his opinion on golden state mm-hmm. Like how yeah. how deep is that? Like right. people respect your opinion that much to whether they decide to go or stay some go somewhere else, stay or go yeah. somewhere else. And uh I think like some of the reports that you heard was that 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 player coach mm-hmm. like ability mm-hmm. that he that he has, the ability to, you know, reach his teammates and things like that and be an extension of the coaching staff mm-hmm. was like a reason why he got picked up in he was with the Knicks, Knicks this past yeah. year, right? They want him to help bring up some of these young cats. Yeah. That's dope. That's super dope. Do you think that we are ha- we have an era now basketball players that can be considered Mount Rushmore era? Because it, this I think that my whole point is the era of MJ they were able to do top 50 right greatest players of all times and they you know then they have the Mount Rushmore basketball right. within that era mm-hmm. are we are we looking at an era now of any player of a Mount Rushmore era outside of LeBron and maybe KD I was about to say you had two I wouldn't give anybody else that yet I mean AD is there it could be there if you can stay healthy I mean I I definitely think that you when, could probably put Steph yeah. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I think so. On the Mount Rushmore? I mean, we're talking about, the, and, you know, because he's going to, he, we believe that he's going to end up with a couple more championships. Mm-hmm. You don't have that that much, like, that he's earned in, in awards, individual and team. And then also, you're, from a percentage standpoint, one of the greatest shooters of all time. Mm-hmm. And in a modern day, it's hard to argue that because shooting, shooting is shooting. He yeah. could he could have played in any era. Yeah. Because his range is unlimited. Like I don't I don't see how you could not just because he's a two time MVP. He's gonna finish with a number of championships if they're able to keep this thing together. I think I think you'd be able to put Steph Do on you, there. Would it be an easier decision to put Steph on there? Had he had it just been him, Clay, Draymond, Iggy, if uh, if he had won one of those that first championship, MV, that first yeah. championship, if he had got the MVP, the the Finals MVP, and not Andre, yeah, who who won it because he held LeBron to under forty points yeah. a game, um, that's still ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it would be a no doubter because that's still something that people are going to hold and hold against him. For honestly, 
I don't think they get that championship. Had Love shoulder not get dislocated and Kyrie didn't shout out Kelly Olynyk. So, well, can I ask who's on the Mount Rushmore right now? Of the that you, could, that you would kick off. Well, I wouldn't kick any of those guys. Oh, off. I'm just wondering if we yeah. living in the era of where I think they you could consider yeah. a, Got you. any Mount Rushmore players. Like, mm-hmm. could you do another top fifty in the era that you have right I now? I think so. I, I mean, personally, and you know, old heads would probably kill me for this, mostly because I wasn't around then, so I can't really speak to it. But I really feel like, at least from a statistical standpoint and everything, mm-hmm. and I know the game is different, but the players now from top to bottom are more talented okay. or, or if not necessarily more talented, there are a larger abundance of just freak athletes because you, we, there's always been freak athletes. There's always been that like Wilt, Bill Russell, Michael was a freak. Like there's always been these freak guys that, you know, and not even in basketball, you look at a guy like Bo Jackson that are just able to really just, do these things that we didn't think were really humanly Man, possible. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, but there's, it just comes off like there's a much larger abundance of those guys now. Have you ever seen a player like Anthony Davis before? No. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this, no, this dude, like, you yeah, build that kind of, skills. you exactly. build that kind of guy in a lab. Like, that was a, that was a 2K uh, NBA live create a player. Right. That's not real life. Yeah. This, it was wild. I remember when KG got, drafted he was like the prototypical yeah. new new nba player right 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 exactly mm-hmm. ad like his skill sets are like so Times far two. beyond yeah he's like what that. kg was you know it's like it's you have the terminator and the t2000 exactly. right right because because yeah. kg was he was a monster right. right he was a monster i think he's a guy that if you were talking about this modern like because I don't think he you would because you, you wouldn't he? shove him back into the older the old, he he'd be he's easily a top fifty. Player. I think he made top fifty from from that era, mate. Possibly. He, he, I mean, people forget that he was in the league for a long twenty time. plus years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, we have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, we can look into that. that. We that have era. the technology. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah. I think that <sighs> looking at now, I mean, there there are definitely again players that stand out now and in the. Phys- a whole new era the type of player that could go. I, w- I would love to see. I was thinking matchups earlier. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Pippen and KD go at each other. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. KD has KD's advantage. One, he his height, but his 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 reach. Right. His his wingspan is seven footer. Yeah. Offensively, I think it's even, but uh, I don't think KD has enough weight on him to really nah. guard Pippen in the paint. Right. I right. might. I mean. I mean, and personally, I, I I don't think it's even offensively. Right. I think I think KD, you could make the argument, is the greatest scoring talent that the NBA has ever had, based off of what he can do. Because he, he can just he can just do things that other players just physically mm-hmm. could not do. We're talking about a guy with center proportions that, like we said earlier, the same size as Bill Russell, mm-hmm. arguably the greatest center of all time. He is, according to Shaq. But this dude has unlimited range. Yeah. He can he can take you off the dribble. He can cross you and take you off the dribble and then just dunk on whoever's underneath the basket. Like you haven't had these guys are freaks. And but KD's I will say, a freak. Like, Pippen has the length. It, it would be it, I'm not saying could, there's no like KD wouldn't dominate. Honestly, no I way. Think, no way. It would that'd be a good matchup. I could for sure. be wrong. I think the guys in the in the Pippen era. They played a little. I think the physicalness. There was guys, that was yeah. Like, that game was much more the, physical. The, those dudes lifted weights. What was like the crazy. bad boys of Detroit? Right. I mean, those yeah. guys. I mean, they played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you put a Dennis. Imagine a Dennis Rodman. Like, yeah, Dennis. KD. Oh my. God. That would, I mean, Dennis <laughs> would be afraid to. Like, Dennis no. would be afraid to go. He wasn't afraid of anybody. No. He Can you imagine afraid. Steph going against uh, Stoudemire? Not Stoudemire. Marbury. Or or what about him and Reggie Miller coming off of screens and you know trying to deal with each other like Man, that? Imagine them on the same team and you both of them. Well, I would I would love to see that. that <laughs> I would love to see Reggie Miller in today's game right. because I mean yeah. for me, not being the tallest, um, you know, I always like <laughs> the uh, his, the, his the weekly short. <laughs> short though, he's like six seven. No, who? skinny. 
Reggie Miller. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, I've always liked the shooters because yeah. I oh, was yeah. in he re- didn't have much realistically. Season, right? Realistically, I wasn't. You know, I was only dunking in video games. That was it. <laughs> right. So my favorite player of all time is Tim Hardaway. Why? Mm-hmm. Because when I was a little kid. And I saw that crossover and a dude that was, you know, you know, hitting step back threes on people. And, you know, I was like, yeah, that's the. So I always rooted yeah, for the shooters. On the side of his head. <laughs> <laughs> like I always rooted for the shooter. So Reggie Miller, you know, I always I thought that, you know, he was going to be the greatest shooter I ever saw in my lifetime mm-hmm. as a kid. Then Ray Allen came along, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe this dude's the greatest shooter of all time I've ever There's seen. There's been a lot of great and now, shooters. We've, we've lived in a great era yeah. of just. And now we got Steph. Athletes. And it's like, yo. Who's gonna come through? Because it seems almost unimaginable. That somebody come through and, and like take what Steph's done to somebody, another level. Somebody yeah, just might. walking across half court and just shooting the ball. I mean, they're yeah, just, they're just <laughs> jacking up threes from the inbound. You know, yeah, <laughs> could happen. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh, switching off of basketball. <laughs> Did uh, any of you guys watch the Royal Wedding? No, I, I did not either. <laughs> <laughs> I did not either. Uh, I didn't I heard watch they it. Got married though. Yeah, I heard it. I heard, I heard it, it was, it was a dope wedding out in yeah. London. Now, I, um, I didn't watch it live, but HBO actually ran um, a funnier die special. Was it funnier die? Is that um Will Ferrell? Mm-hmm. Is it funnier yeah, die yeah, special? Yeah, 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 yeah. Will, Will Ferrell as um, Cord uh, Hosenberg and um, the girl uh, Molly Shannon. And Kristen Wiig, they did commentary on the actual live <laughs> wedding. It was oh, actually pretty funny. It was, <laughs> so at one point, and the thing is, they said, we sent our, our information in so we can get close to the uh, wedding. But they were like three towns over <laughs> <laughs> set up at like a bridge um, doing just li- literally live commentary. Some of it may have been scripted. I am guarantee a lot of it. Was not right to the point where they're talking about. Oh, and Tim Meadows was there. <laughs> Tim Meadows was getting. He was actually there at the live crowd of um, people were just waiting to see the parade go by mm-hmm. after the wedding. So <laughs> Tim Meadows is playing his character is more. He's he's actually himself, but he's playing <laughs> like a depressed uh, comedian who all he does is eat now, and he's just he's just every time you chime in, he's like, "Hi guys, I'm here live with with uh, the audience." Blah blah blah. He's like. Man, they're eating hot dogs out here. Show him hungry. So that's what kind of his thing. And he was like, right here, I found the livest person out here right now waiting for the royal parade to come by. And they zoom in. It's a guy asleep on the, uh, on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was pretty good. Um, so if you got HBO or even probably YouTube, it is on. But I'm have to check that out. yeah, Will Ferrell plays a guy. He does him in a commercial too. He's a ball headed mm-hmm. guy. Cord yeah. Cord Hosenberg, <laughs> and at some point they talk about fears. Uh, oh, that's what they were. They were, they were watching the parade go by, and um, he was like, "You know, I just I just can't help but think." How dangerous those horses are! <laughs> so you have the bride and and the uh, groom, the the prince and mm. duchess, duchess or whatever. Yeah. They're they're in in the horse carriage, whatever. And the only thing he's thinking about is the horses. Like these horses are dangerous. And she's like, "What's wrong with the horses?" He's like, "If you don't know, I have a fear of horses." She's like, "Well, actually, I did know." She's like, "And I used to have a fear of ticks." He's like, "Ticks and horses are two different things." But she's like, "I got a way to help you get over the horse." fear is I brought a box of different size horses and we're going to start small. We're going to just help you. You're going to hold each one a different size. We're going to help you get through this. He's like, okay. She's like, just close your eyes. I'm going to reach in this box and hang your horse. So he closes his eyes. She reaches in the box and pulls out a little tiny baby horse. Right. And she puts it in his hand. She's like, all right, now open your eyes and conquer your fears. He opens his eyes. He's like, get the fucking thing out of my head. He just like freaks out. So it's just pretty funny. Check it out. Yeah, got to. But I will say, I heard one thing on the radio talking about the Royal Wedding, how big that was just for American, America, Mm -hmm. uh, Americans, and um, just the Brits because the wedding that they put, they had a black gospel choir Mm -hmm. sing. They had... Um, I think it was, it was a, a a black preacher or yeah. come in and give like the blessing or whatever. But it was everything outside of what they're used to mm-hmm. over right. there, and it was just saying how big that was for Prince Harry. 
and his wife uh, to come up with to do that to show that we're gonna put this since this is on display. We're gonna show you how it's we like can get along. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get along. You have a black princess mm-hmm. and a white prince, <laughs> and we're gonna show you how we can make every everybody get along. Man, what does that say though? Like when you know if if you put that against the juxtaposed to make America great again, right? And, right. And like, is is Britain trying to take? And I know, like, people talk about how China is like really trying to lead, you know, be be the the take the U.S.'s place, yeah, mm-hmm. in leading the world. But you know, it seems like Britain is also trying to make that right. That I, I mean, I think it was a great message. I think that we need more stuff like that. We need more people <laughs> to to test test the boundaries. Or just to use their their platform as something to show you, like. You think they you. would uh they would come on for our next episode talking about interracial dating? <laughs> we could try. <laughs> Why not? We, let's try. <laughs> if they're yeah. not on their honeymoon. Right, right, right. Let's just try. Why not? It yeah. couldn't hurt. Um. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, about the royal wedding. Um. So apparently it was. But a couple hours, like on the, because they're ahead of us, right? So people who got up at four a.m. to watch it, more power to you, right? It's like, a f- you know, they're looking at it's fairy tale and yeah. fantasy. Is like, uh, I'll catch it when I catch it. <laughs> but the little bit I did see, it looked like it was actual pretty decent event. I mean, I generally don't watch weddings unless I'm there. So yeah. I mean, yeah. no offense to them. I just yeah. the only time I've ever gotten up that early to watch something was like during the world, world cup, cup exactly. like that's it <laughs> i and did I'm, get up to watch princess die's funeral mm-hmm. and i just because i think that was huge for that that time what do you do you think that they're almost kind of setting her up to be the ne- to cook kind of they're know, setting her up for something the big they, exactly they're right. setting her up for something big over there i mean uh-huh. well just the the media in general just for that whole situation i mean she's they're going to get more spotlight than 45 and his wife. I mean, we're talking about it, you know, as far as sports. Yeah. Like, there's there's social media and stuff now mm-hmm. that they didn't have, you know, yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Right. Like, it's a different it's a different world. Speaking of 45 and his wife, the only time we'll ever really talk about him. He tweeted, <laughs> he says, I wanted to welcome Melody home to the White House from being at the hospital. Right. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> We know that his spell check game isn't the best, but, bro. like, bro. Uh, that's all I got to say about yeah. it. Um, let's, let's talk caps. Yeah. Let's talk caps. Um, by the this time, is why. By the time this comes out. <laughs> by the time this school, it'll all be decided. Right. Game seven. But I'm gonna, let's talk up to game what, six. What is game seven? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. But let's well, just, I was praying let's, for rain today. Let's talk Hoping up. Hoping my softball games get canceled. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about. This is why I can't put my faith in DC teams. People want to know why I'm not, I don't like the Redskins. Uh, well, you don't like the Redskins because you're a Cowboys I, fan. Well, no, I grew up a Redskins fan. And let me tell you, I, I stopped liking the Skins the year after they won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> and I, I, honestly, I, I, I BS you not. Mark Rippon was MVP, the whole going to Disneyland Literally. commercial. Didn't, win, didn't the Cowboys and win then, the next year? Because we won in 91, and they won in 92, 93, and 94. Or two years, and then... Then took one year off, then they they got Dion. So then I... Oh. Yeah. The Giants have one in there? NFC East. NFC East owned owned the early early 90s. The Giants is before. 90s, 91. But this is why. And I try to put my faith into the Wizards. I mean, I I will rock Wizards, you know, gear. Right. But... The caps, like I got and and Nats. Let's put it. I, I put my faith in these guys. Every every year, Nats come out with the best pitchers, the best hitters. Caps come out with. We got Ovi. We've got uh, Yoshi. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna just go through. We should run through this, and they go up two nothing. It looks like they're gonna just dominate Tampa Bay. Right. And then they come back home and they just get smacked over the head twice. Yeah. And then go back and what was it three. Yeah. They were back yeah, to Tampa Bay yeah, yeah, yeah. lost. They yeah. lost both here. They went back to Tampa Bay and lost yep. a third. Yep. <sighs> Dude, I mean, and Superfly, you can probably speak to this 
even just a little bit better than I can just because you have a couple years on me. But it's like I haven't experienced any kind of success as a as a DC sports <laughs> fan. Like I got nothing. Yeah, I was alive when the Redskins won the Super Bowl, but I was a infant child. Like I don't I don't know. I was blacked out, man. I don't remember any of that stuff. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I remember learning how to play the saxophone, learning the hell of the Redskins on the saxophone. <laughs> I think I was in the sixth grade when they won. I remember Coca-Cola had the special red skin cans. Mm-hmm. My I dad had those. Still got yeah. the yeah. still got commemorative. Those, yeah. I have a whole uh set of football cards with the whole team. Mm-hmm. Still got them at home. At my, at my parents' house not home, but I mean, I talk about as a DC sports fan, like that 2012, that first year that RG3 was with the Skins is like the most exciting football Magical. season that I've first had. Year. <laughs> yeah, like that I've had as a fan. Like the, there was Minnesota. there was a sense of hope. Electrify. They like, gave that know. guy the keys to the city before he had even played his first. He didn't game. even know what to do with all that, man. Like. And and so it's just one of those things where, yeah, they tease the city with, like, some pretty dope stuff. We're like, all right, yeah, we're going to have a quarterback for, you know, you know, the next 10, 12 years. And then, like, with the Wizards, the Wizards, we got, you know, Wall and Beal. It's like, all right, we're just going to build around them and... You know, they, they get the these top back, lofty expectations. The top two backcourt. You know, yeah. They, they were exciting. And that's the thing. Like, we get these lofty expectations. But we can't attract free agents. You can't. No sport you look at, you're attracting big market free agents. Unless, right. well, Redskins, but they were out. Dion was out of his prime. Oh, Hainsworth was done. The only, um, during the that early signing, like that, those early years where Dan Snyder was and Vinny Serrato were just checkbook. running running shit into the ground from a personnel standpoint, you could pick out like one or two of those guys that were even success stories. Like it wasn't until London Fletcher got brought over from the Bills that it was like and he was older at that point and he just had a, a he was great still second half a baller, of his career. Still a baller. Like right. it's just it's crazy. Like Would the, you have done the trade champ for, for Portis? Yeah. I, I think back on it, and the things that we didn't know, like I didn't know as a as a younger fan, was how much Champ wanted to get out of here because he felt like he was disrespected by ownership. So, like, you know, that's I got a I got a, another source, inside source, saying that Champ, um, his wife knew about some extracurricular activities he was up <laughs> in the to, city, and he his wife told him if got to get I'm out of here. You, or are we going to get up out of here and we'll mm-hmm. go somewhere else? And it happened. I mean, either way. Because, <laughs> I mean, those are both very good reasons. <laughs> like, either way, he was not going to stay here. Like, that was the inkling that we that we had. Like, it just wasn't it wasn't bound to happen. The Redskins, it sounded like they were lowballing him on offers when they should have made him the highest paid corner in the history of the league. Like, that's well, how you Champ that's how you keep those guys. Champ in the history of the skins. I mean, I like Portis, not Champ Portis, Portis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Portis, yeah. I mean, so, he's one of them. Like he's at least I think he's number 2. I think he's still behind Riggins. Okay. But either be, only because I think what, ultimately he ended up. up there? I mean, B Mitch has a bunch of stuff. B Mitch was all purpose. Yeah. But it's like at the time Portis was a force. And yeah, then, you know, Denver still continued to churn out like some pretty good running backs, but Portis from a talent standpoint was special. Right. And exactly. like it, this dude at he ran for 1500 yards, he was averaging 5.5 a carry. The Redskins had not had a sniffle of a running game in years. Right. Joe Gibbs is back. He needed his John Riggins for a second go around. And the Gibbs thing was nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Yeah, he was for trying sure. to get you know. That's Snyder what Dan, Dan to, Snyder was trying to recapture that, yeah. that old feeling mm. and all. And it just—I rem- I remember one specific game play. Gibbs was coaching, and he called two timeouts back to back. Yo, that was. And I was like, this guy's old. And Dude, do you do you know football. what game that was? That was, that was the first game they Taylor played died. after Sean Taylor I was at died. That game. That was it was against Buffalo. Buffalo, It was against Buffalo. That was the first game after Sean Taylor died. And they they did their first play of the game with only ten dudes on defense. They gave up like a twenty yard run. Like it (laughs) like it was just you know it it, there was 
so much emotionally that was riding on that game. I remember I was actually visiting uh, some friends at York College. Like, I remember I stayed on the Sunday, uh, at least through Mm -hmm. the game. And, man, it was was emotionally draining as a fan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that actually, Sean Taylor's death was a main driving force why Joe Gibbs retired after the year. Because he's like, you know what? I got all these grandkids and stuff, and... I don't need to put in the same kind of grind right. with with the racing stuff that he needed to for football. And so he's like, you know, I got to make the, the best decision for for myself. Right. Um, I think the biggest blow that's getting ready to come to the city, unless they can stop it from happening, is Bryce. I think that they're already like, like- kind of tr- – trying to prepare themselves for it um because this kid Juan Soto I believe this 19 year old now the youngest per the youngest national to ever hit a home run mm-hmm. um yeah I think it is first at bat or it might have been last night or the night before literally this kid's first big league game just getting called up from the minors his first at bat sends one out and it's like there have already been some articles, uh, I think, within like the post and everything, where like, oh, is is this guy Soto or whatever? Like, is is he going to be able to help like cushion the blow of Bryce leaving? Mm. And it's like, I mean, but it's you don't have, I mean, it, Soto probably could become a household name, but right now Bryce already is. Bryce is selling your jerseys. He's an MVP. Strasburg is still selling jerseys. Yeah. Bryce is selling your jerseys. He's he's got the Scherzer too. He's, he's the he's the face of all DC sports right now. He's a yeah. he's the he's one of the young faces of baseball. Right. Like people forget this dude. I don't even think he's twenty five yet. Like no. it's ridiculous. No. He's already an MVP. Like that is the kind of guy that in the olden times teams would never let get away it was just there'd be no way af- about it can they af- i mean it's i mean yeah, they can afford do. it they, they can talking- afford the learners got all the money man they can afford it they're, they're talking- not going to do it they're talking he's getting 600 mil 700 mil thrown at him i mean i know Which makes that me think I we were thinking that it was <laughs> like only a couple months ago we're thinking it would be outrageous for him to get 400 500 mm-hmm. He's and it's to, like that seems set. that seems like it's a guarantee. Yeah. He's about to set something crazy. Yeah. Since there's no cap in baseball, Mm-mm. I mean, but you're, at this point, you're you're looking at what two teams that probably gonna Yankees. They could also settle him up with like one of those Bobby Bonilla deals. I mean, Bobby Bonilla is <laughs> still getting sorry. paid. Yo. <laughs> years. Robert yeah, Parrish, yeah. Robert Parrish and Bobby Bonilla <laughs> made the what what at one point looked like the dumbest moves of their career. Made at retirement was the smartest thing they could have done. Get paid a million dollars every year after yeah, retirement. Right. Yeah. Not doing anything. Yeah. Just chilling. So you sacrifice to win championships back in the day, but get paid on the back end of your career. That's a no brand. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I kind of like my. I I I know that Bryce is great, but I still don't feel like he's lived up yet to the the hype yet you know I, mean? I think like, it's only because the team hasn't succeeded they haven't gone to the world series like they haven't actually competed for championships because like his mvp year he was a baller mm-hmm. i think the year before when they were getting run over in the playoffs after i think another year where they were one of the pitching right? one right. of the best records in baseball he was the only dude that was coming through and producing, yeah. like him, and I think Jason Worth had a, you know, yeah. did a little bit. But Even Bryce, Zimmerman at some point. But Bryce was the one guy that was consistent, yeah. and it's like he's, you, yeah, the microscope's on him. Yeah. He's that kind of guy. I look at him a lot like Jason Worth, actually. Where when we signed Worth, you know, coming from the Phillies, like, right to that big deal, yeah, big deal. That's like the first time really the owners got, had opened up their checkbook, yeah, really. Yeah, and he never really could lead the team you know what i mean like i felt like it took these other guys to to i feel bryce is he's he's the one really packing the stands right now for them Mm -hmm. so to let that go i think scherzer is another dude scherzer's good um from a pitching standpoint but for the i mean imagine when they when they first got strasburg and they first got harper like yeah they were they had the top two 
any prospects. <clears throat> and then, um, what's his name? Strasburg went out and got hurt. He had the Tommy Johns, but yeah. he, he returned though. He looked, he looked good. I think he had what, like 15 K's or something in his yeah. first, first game, like something silly. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what DC does. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we're, uh, we're at least cheering that we're going to have at least a chance at a championship. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Before, yeah. we, before we get out of here, let's, uh, are you guys saw the thing with Kendrick that's going on right now? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? So, no. Kendrick Lamar's in a concert the other night. He invites, oh, okay. he invites yeah. the, the young white girl up on stage to rap the song. Yeah. The set up. Yeah. And the lyrics are just riddled with the N word left and right. And she, and she sang it the it. same way that she, she did in the car. Raps, she raps. She leans into it when she gets to that part. Golly. They're in Alabama, right? That's what I think they Some, are. I, yeah, I don't remember and where the show was. When he, when she, after she said it, he stops her. She literally just like, her reaction was, what, I didn't say it good enough? Or like, you know, I, I wasn't rapping good enough. I wasn't good enough. Like, she is oblivious to what's going on here. Now, I'm not saying that. Because it could be she's used to saying it. I think it's just a, a, a fact of ignorance. Okay, she rapped a song. She's probably not. She has to be aware of what the what the word is right. and what it means. But it may not be one of those things. I'm sure there's some just, kind of desensitization yeah, to it. Maybe desensitized you know? to it. She could have a bunch of drunk. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm like, the question is, was it the setup? I mean, I think so. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> You you either know you're gonna come up there and she's gonna rap it, and one she's either not gonna say it, which doesn't give you, but but you're banking on her saying it. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. And it's, it's just created, and I feel I don't know how to feel because that brings up the whole conversation of okay, who can say it? When can you say it? How can you say? It? You know, do we have a right to say it to, to even be calling each other that name? You know. Is it right for us to do it? I'm like, even I think if you take the A off, yeah. If you take the A off and you add the ER, <laughs> I'm just like, it's end it's, up in the ER. Yeah, it still has the same meaning behind it, no matter how you address it, how you slang it back or whatever. Um, but my thing is, if you have an issue with people saying it, don't put it in your music. If you're worried about somebody repeating your lyrics. And whether you're around or somebody else is around or even an opportunity to give them to say it, mm-hmm. don't put it in your music. I think it's really tough because I think for a lot of artists, they can come out and say, well, you know what? This wasn't intended for this person or that person or whatever. Um, but, you know, that's just not how the world works right now. Like, it's really if to be at that level of success you're gonna have a lot of people from all walks of life Mm -hmm. that are gonna have access to that Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's it's tough because you're trying you're you're then stepping into the territory where you're asking an artist to not really be themselves and you know that probably goes to to something deeper there, but mm-hmm. I mean I think it's <clears throat> um I feel like like so let let's take race out of it. Let's say you know we're talking about um you know people who happen to be gay, and they might use the f word. Dudes might use gay dudes might use the f word amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. And like I don't feel comfortable walking up and using that word right, with them. Right, exactly. Right, right. And and at the same time, I'm not going to be like, you can't hinder my freedom of speech because I can't say the F word. Like, I don't even have a desire to mm-hmm. say it. Right, right, right. So exactly. why, why, when that conversation comes up, is it a thing of people feeling like they're being restricted as opposed to, like, why do you have the desire to, to say it, it in the first place? Exactly. You know? That's smart. I agree. I mean, you know how people are when they t- when they're told not to go somewhere, not to do something. It makes but it more like, attractive. I, I I do think that there's certain people who more more than likely happen to be white who feel like uh, you can't tell them what they can and can't do. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they mm-hmm. don't hold anybody else to the same. Standard. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No. Gotcha. Uh, 
definitely need to. We could do an entire bit, episode spend, on spend that. Spend more time on, <laughs> yeah. on that. And I, I, I yeah. that'd have been a perfect question to ask Rob. There's so many things I think about, mm-hmm. but uh, we yeah, we, we address a lot of things. Yeah, it's just episode 15. <laughs> you know, 15. no big deal. All right, We're I think that was that that was pretty decent. Um, yeah. Uh, where can people find us though, Phil? Oh, that's right, the plug. Uh, that's we are something else, ladies and gentlemen. W e r s u m t h i n e l s e on all platforms. That's all Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, SoundCloud. That's right. YouTube. Yes. Facebook. Mm-hmm. iTunes. Yeah. Google Play. That's right. Working on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Working on. Um, what was that Superfly the other one Stitcher 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 yep. and where can they find you Superfly uh, if I have a voice still <laughs> find me on all those streaming platforms as well Superfly Friends um, and you can reach me at Superfly underscore TNT yeah alright all right. and that's the auxiliary as well mm-hmm. coming out uh I don't think for the souls happening tonight. Uh, we got a little bit of rain earlier. Oh, uh, we got a lot of bit of rain. Yeah, but there, there are there's some heat just bubbling in the closets that we'll, we'll pull out as, as the sun rears its head again. One yeah, day. yeah. Chances are, if people are you know listening to this on Friday, they will have peeped that our Instagram will be probably full of new boxes. Well, let's do that. So, yeah. All right, y'all. We got something else. Yep. Peace. Peace. Nobody would know that's why this is something.